Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unaired, the show where we take TV shows that were canceled with episodes left unaired, we review them, and then we pitch what we think could have been future episodes of those shows. I'm Ed. I'm John. And this week's going to be a little different. So this week is the first week we've ever done a TV show that's currently on air. We are covering the show Ghosted. Story of my life. Yeah, but like not for the same reasons. Uh, so this show premiered on October 1st, 2017. That was that was a few days ago. Yeah, which was a few days ago. And it stars Adam Scott as Dr. Max Jennifer. He's got two names. He does. And it stars Craig Robinson as Leroy Wright. So this show, the only reason that we're actually doing this show is because it is tailor-made for me. And also, it's a live-action show on the Fox uh, Sunday slot, which hasn't bared very well for any of their other live-action shows. So, you know, it's bound to be canceled at some point. No. Unfortunately. As much as I love this show, it's bound to be canceled. This is the only show you've made me watch for this that I've enjoyed. Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually pretty good. So, the show starts off. Uh, letting us know that it takes place in Los Angeles, California. And Agent Kurt Checker is running through a power plant. Paint a scene for them. It's it's an abandoned-looking power plant, like one that doesn't look like it's taken care of, but it's probably still running. You know, you're not wrong. It does look like it's very poorly taken care of. So he gets onto the roof, and there's this weird like machine that looks like it's shooting out lightning. And it's electrifying. It's electrifying. And he pulls out his phone, starts recording a message saying like, hey, this is Agent Kurt Checker. And if something happens to me, I want you to find Agent Leroy Wright and Dr. Max Jennifer. Because, you know, in true nowadays fashion, anytime something happens, you got to Snapchat it. Exactly. And, you know, Snapchat is... The appropriate means of communication for it's, every... It's basically for a living will. Basically. I think it hold, It probably holds up in a court of law. You know that... That is an interesting concept. Because, like, if you put your will on your Snapchat story, and... <laughs> what if they finish everything after 24 hours? Well, that's why you gotta... It's kind of like a time frame for your family. You could be like, okay, well, y'all gotta bury me in 24 hours. And then... Look, check out my story. <laughs> Most viewed story ever of all time. After that, Kurt is beamed up, sort of. Scotty. Yeah. Uh, Kurt is essentially kind of like surrounded by like weird lightning. And then we cut to. It's electrifying. You only get, you only get two of those. <laughs> you burn them all within the first three minutes. <laughs> Wait, no, give them back. I didn't know. Sorry. You've they've expired, so it 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 no. I'll think of another one. So after that, it hard cuts to a bookstore, and a woman is looking for a book for her husband. And Doctor Max Jennifer approaches her and is like, "Oh, you should uh get this one for your husband. I know because I know your husband's tastes. Well, no, because she was looking for a particular and his every move. That'd be weird." So she's like, oh, 
I see you get it. You're married. And he goes, well, sort of. She's like, oh, divorce? No, she was abducted by aliens. And she walks away. Which, why do you tell that to people? Because he's Dr. Max Jennifer. And he says, well, lady, even if I'm crazy, you can still buy the book. And that's when he gets tranquilized. Somebody comes up with like a weird tranquilizer gun and tranquilizes him. Now, my question is, how do they bring him out of that bookstore after that? Um, well, if you've uh, seen a bookstore lately, they're not very, you know, populated. No, I, ha- I haven't. I buy everything online. See, that is my point. I'm a millennial. I, 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 I don't like shopping in person. I don't like people. They scare me. Only people that would have noticed are people from older generations, and they're not going to do anything. They've seen too much. They've seen too much. Oh, just in their life. They know when they see something to keep their mouth quiet. So after that, we cut to a mall and we meet Leroy Wright, who is a security guard. All right. And he's talking to a a woman and her child. And this is his former partner's uh, family. And he's like, your dad's dream was for you to go to college. So I got you a gift. The kid opens it up. It's an SAT prep book. And then he screams, fucking nerd. Nah. He, uh, the kid's like, oh, SAT prep? And And then the kid screams, fucking nerd. And the mom goes, hey, say thank you. And he goes, thank you. The mom gets up for a second. And and Leroy goes, turn to page 60, you little bitch. And there's a video game hidden on page 60. And the mom comes back. And she says, huh. Fucking nerd. The mom comes back, and then there's a homeless guy peeing in the uh, in the you know the you know those fountains in malls where you can like toss a coin in to make a wish. Yes, I do, Ed, because I watched the same show that you did. Okay, well, so I know exactly what you're describing. Well, I'm talking to the listeners. I don't. Uh, are you looking for a response from them? Yeah, you know, and uh, no, it's like in Dora the Explorer, when they turn to the listener, they look straight at the camera, and they go, where should we go? It was like one of those moments. But you didn't pause an uncomfortable amount of time. I did, but this is an audio medium, so it didn't really come across. Ah. Uh. So he goes, "Ah, Eddie, come on. All the crazy people got a drink out of there, because Eddie, a homeless man, is peeing into the fountain. And as he goes to grab a mop to clean it up, he is also tranquilized. Max and Leroy both wake up at the same time in a van. And he's just like, okay, Max is like, okay, what do we do? Well, remain calm. What do we do, man? No, don't yell at me. I didn't yell at you. You did yell at me. You just, you just scream, wait, what do we do, man? And there's this whole exchange between them. And then we meet Barry, who we don't realize his name until later. But he pokes his head in. And he's like, oh, you weren't supposed to wake up yet. He's got a British accent. And he looks almost like Jeff Goldblum, but not really. He doesn't. But for some reason, John thinks he looks like Jeff Goldblum. I think it's the I think it's the Jeff Goldblum glasses. I think it's literally only the glasses. I think that's it. I think it's the curly hair and the Jeff Goldblum glasses. So he pokes his head in and says like, oh, hey, I'm the guy that kidnapped you. I work for a secret government organization. And that's all I can say about it. And then he closes the door. And then he opens it again. And he goes, 
you know, that's not fair. I work for a government organization called the Bureau Underground. And so Leroy is just like, is this a hidden prank show? Where's Alex Trebek? And Max is just like, did Alex Trebek do a hidden prank show? How did I miss that? Which is my favorite line of this whole episode. This whole exchange is just my favorite thing in this whole episode. And the van that they're in stops. Two agents open the door and tranquilize them again. So when they uh, finally wake up again, uh, we meet Annie, who is played by Amber Stevens West. Is she okay? Annie, are you okay? Is that the joke you were going for? That's exactly the joke I was going for. Uh, She is actually from 21 Jump Street, or no, 22 Jump Street, sorry. She plays Jonah Hill's love interest. So she's measuring them. And they're like, what are you doing? She says she's measuring them in case she needs to build body armor or a coffin. And then Captain Laffrey comes in to brief them. She runs the Bureau Underground, which deals with all the paranormal weird shit that happens. And she offers to clear their names and get their original jobs back. She'll get Leroy back on the LAPD and Max back working for Stanford University. And they decide, okay, fine, let's do this. But they also had a funny exchange in there because uh, Max like immediately agrees to it. And he keeps trying to get Leroy to agree. He's like, hey, what if this is like a package deal type thing? Come on. So they agree. And they're walking through the hall and Captain Laffrey explains the Bureau Underground was created under the Truman administration. Annie, who measured them earlier, is the weapons and tech expert. And Barry handles all the evidence. Barry is the one that uh, poked his head in earlier. And they believe that Agent Checker, who asked for them by name, had uh, his mission had something to do with the multiverse. And Leroy is just like, hold up, let's bring it back to Earth for a second. I need to see his cell phone records and his credit card charges. And he lays the maps over each other and finds out that checker had a secret storage facility and captain laffrey says okay well you guys have 48 hours to find out what happened and max says wait wait is that 48 hours from now or when we got kidnapped or and then they just leave so now we have max and leroy they're in the car and they're on their way to the storage facility and max is trying to you know get to know leroy a little bit and leroy keeps shutting him down and he starts while sing- singing. While singing, bring me your higher love. Whoa. And Max goes, "Listen, man, you have a beautiful voice. There, I said it. But if we're going to be partners, we should know each other." And Leroy takes offense. He goes, "Listen, we're not partners. You're Yellow Brick Road, and see your man. Open the door. Get out." And Max is just like, "Listen, everybody's called me crazy my whole life, and now I'm proven right." I need to follow this. I need to, like, pursue this. So he takes pity on him. Leroy lets him back in. And they get to the storage facility, which only has a few books that are just kind of strewn across the floor. And Max picks up his book and goes, Ah, Checker was reading my book. Do you think I should sign it? And they see on the wall, Are You in the Dark? So they close the door. And they see stuff written in -in glow-in-the-dark marker. And it's basically schematics to Waterbridge Nuclear Power Plant. They go back to the Bureau, and it turns out Checker was working undercover at Waterbridge Nuclear Power Plant. And they're going to send in Max and Leroy. 
they're like, oh, wait, how are we going to get in there? Those places are basically guarded by small armies. And then, through some weird convoluted way, they send, like, a signal to jam the printer in the power plant. And they go in posing as printer repairman. So they get there. And the woman working there is just like, oh, if you could show me how this whole thing, like, works, because this jams all the time, that'd be great. And they're trying to get her to go away. They're just like, well, well, it might take a while. Oh, I'm not busy. And Max goes up. He goes, ooh, this is a copy machine. I'm more of a fax guy. Max the fax guy is what they would call me if my name was Max. I'm Steven? And Leroy's just like, yeah, well, I'm your boss, so fix it. Oh, well, you know, Sanchez actually promoted me. And Leroy goes, well, that's interesting because... And all of a sudden, Max slaps Leroy. It's just like... No, no, no. He said, because Sanchez got fat, and then... Yep. He gets smacked in the face by uh, Max. And he's just like, do not disobey me. And the lady leaves. Yep, he she's said like, exactly like that. Yeah, and she, she gets uncomfortable and leaves. No, she goes to leave. Then Dr. Jennifer says, no, no, no. You need to watch oh, this. Oh, yeah, that's true. He goes, you need to watch this. I forgot about that. So he slaps him again, and she leaves because she's uncomfortable. And Max just goes, and scene. That was great. And Leroy goes, Leroy was, says this very much not in on the joke. He says, watch your face. <laughs> and Max is just like, wait, you're not joking? What does that mean? Wait, what? <laughs> so they go poking around. They find a magnetic coil. And as they're trying to take a picture of it, a guy pops into frame. And screams very distortedly, you're not supposed to be here. And Leroy goes, yeah, you right. And they start running. They get shot at. Which is probably the most realistic reaction to any kind of spooky thing ever. Is you right and then run. Yep. So Annie helps them find their way out. They go back to the bureau and they find out the coil was siphoning electricity. And Max theorizes, well, if it's siphoning electricity, it has to be storing it somewhere, so there has to be another coil. And Barry comes in during this whole thing and says, hey, I know sh being shot at can, like, be stressful. Do you guys need anything? And Leroy says, yeah, could you get me a PB&J? No crust. Extra PB and no J. Which was wonderful. I loved that moment. And at this time, they find a deviation in the magnetic field which means they know where the other coil is. They go, without Leroy getting his PB&J, extra crust, or no crust, extra PB, no J. Which, I'm assuming, his food was just, like, a grinder roll with, like, half a jar of peanut butter in it. Well, that's what he ordered. So, it cuts to them in a car at some, like, abandoned warehouse type thing, and... Leroy is trying to find out more about the multiverse. And he says, is there another Kevin Spacey in the multiverse? And there's and Max is like, yeah, you know, that's actually a good way to think about it. Yes, there is. I think we got the best one. And they keep like talking about Kevin Spacey in the multiverse while Max tries to get back on topic. So all of a sudden, in the middle of the conversation, Leroy goes, Kaza Sose. Max <laughs> goes, I'm sorry? Kaza Sose. <laughs> And it was just so funny. Which I had the same exact reaction when he said that to Ed. To I turned to Ed and I said exactly the same thing. I yeah. was like, what? 
Yeah, you were very confused because you apparently have never seen The Usual Suspects. I have not. Yeah, Kaiser Sose, spoiler alert, is a character in The Usual Suspects. Ah, if you say so. If I so say. So. And he he throws the ball and the alley-oop gets completed. So, Leroy keeps asking, he's like, you know what? What happened the night your wife disappeared? And Max is like, well, you know, we were fighting. Well, I told you she was, she was abducted. Yeah, and he's just like, no, other than that, like, what happened before that? Well, we got into a fight, and she was packing a bag. Hey, man, she left you. Your wife left you, man. She's probably on a beach in the Bahamas with Kevin Spacey right now. And he's just like, no, I'm not crazy. I know I sound crazy, and I've convinced myself I am, but I'm not crazy. She was abducted. Which, like, that situation, like, I forgot what I was saying. Go on. So, Leroy comes in, handcuffs Max to the steering wheel. And he's just like, you're staying here. I, I'm not going to let you, like, mess this up and have me get killed. And he leaves the car. Then he comes back for a second. And Max is like, oh, thank God you're coming back to, un- like, to unlock me. And he's like, nah, I forgot my Fitbit. Got to get my steps in. And he leaves to go inside. And the same, like, weird lightning stuff that took Agent Checker in the beginning comes and lifts up the car. While some 80s sounding... Yeah, some very synth, like, synth-like music. And then the car gets dropped. Max is pissed because he's like, hey, I could have died in that car, and this is all your fault. I'd be pissed too if I got lifted and dropped. Well, then we find out the reason. So, Leroy's just like, aw, somebody need a hug. Want to go to an independent coffee house and talk it out? And Max goes, what happened with you in the LAPD, man? And we find out that Leroy got his partner killed by accident because he went in somewhere with no backup and his partner followed him in. And he goes, is that what you wanted to hear? No, not really. It's an incredibly sad story. You know what? I'd like to take you up on that hug offer that you had earlier. I know you were kidding, but here, just come in. So they hug and then they see that light go through the building. They go inside and they find a vent And Leroy goes, lift me up so I can see through the vent. And Max goes, okay, but how about for logistical reasons, we switch that around? Because I don't know if you know who Craig Robinson is, but he's a bit of a heavy fellow. And Adam Scott is a very slender man, but he's not the slender man. Spooky. Oh, that could be a good episode if they see the slender man. Anyways, so they get lifted up into the vent. They see Checker is on an operating table and the guy from the power plant takes his head off as if it's like a costume and just places the head down. And he goes, oh my God, the guy took his head off. Leroy doesn't believe him. And he goes, okay, we'll see it for yourself. And he lifts him up. He's like, oh shit, you're right. So Leroy suggests that Max goes in and grabs the head. And he's just like, why, why aren't you doing it? Are you scared of heads? I mean, we're all scared of something. I'm scared of ducks. So Max goes, you know what? You're right. I'm, I'm just going to go grab it. He grabs the head. It starts screaming. They run and the body chases after them. The body gets the head back. And on the roof, Checker's body is transported through a spaceship looking thing. And then the light that lifted up the car, like, exerts from the power plant guy. And it turns it out exerts? he was just, Yes, like, leaves the body. 
Do you know what exerts means? I do. I chose the wrong word and I was hoping you wouldn't notice. <laughs> Expels from. Is that better? <laughs> yes. Expels from the power plant guy. And it turns out he was possessed by something. <laughs> the light's just trying really hard, guys. It was just trying real hard to it was get out. straining. And the guy from the power plant doesn't know what was happening and how he got there. A typical Friday night, am I right? For you, maybe. No, actually not. So they get back to the bureau and they get like debriefed and everything. And they're just like, well, I mean, you did your job. So Leroy, we're going to get you your job back on the LAPD. Max, Stanford is a no-go, but we'll get you your job back at the bookstore. Which I thought was hilarious. But they decide, you know what? We've got we to gotta follow this case. we got to see it to the end. So we're going to stay working at the bureau. And they're like, yeah, we're agents. And then Leroy smacks Max, which is hard to say. But he smacks him twice to kind of, you know, get back for the smacking in the beginning. And Max sees some monitors and he's like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's nothing. That's just uh, people who were abducted and have a similar story to the power plant guy. And Max sees his wife on the monitor. And that's how the episode ends. So I just want to say real quick. A, I really like this episode. B, I didn't mention this at the beginning of the episode, but it's October. And that's why we're doing. Yeah. So each week in October, we are going to do a kind of like spooky ish show or something that has something to do with October or Halloween. So this is the first of that. And also, like, this show is just so fun, I couldn't not do it. And, like, it's so weird that it's bound to be canceled as much as I love it. But, you know, we'll see. We'll keep That's going to be a new segment. We're going to have Ghosted Watch. We're going to keep an eye on this show. And we're going to get to our pitches after this quick little break. Hello, fellow skin suits. This is Angel and Ember. Deep down, do you have a secret passion for true crime, sarcasm, inappropriate jokes, but you still want to hear all those lovely details? However, you still need a little bit of humor to get you through those dark moments? Then come hang out with us over at the Color Me Dead podcast. We try to balance both humor and facts perfectly. We also go on some pretty extraordinary squirrel hunts. (laughs) We can be found on iTunes and all other podcast apps. Come over to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and see us at Color Me Dead podcast for the latest updates and gory chat. We release on Wednesdays because on Wednesdays we wear murder. Don't forget to spay and neuter your pets and stay out of chalk lines. Okay, John, had this show. Or wait, hold on. <laughs> this is weird. I can't say my line because this show is still on the air. As this show continues, what kind of episodes do you think we'll see? So, they're in the Bureau. They're, I'm assuming it's underground. Yes, because it's called the Bureau Underground. Yeah. Uh, they could just be hipsters. Uh, but they're in the Bureau, and they see a picture of Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. Uh, and Ernie... Hudson. That's Hudson. Uh... And they uh, they see him on the wall, so they're just like, oh, Ghostbusters fans, right? Uh, and they come to find out the Ghostbusters were real. The Ghostbusters had been helping them uh, catch ghosts and investigate spooky ghost things. Uh, and they basically just produced the movie Ghostbusters, all of them, 
and the animated show. So that anytime they weren't keeping a super low profile on their missions, they would just think it was, pro- they would just spin it as promotion for the movies or the show. Uh, can I, can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. I like your idea. Can I, but can I posit this? What if the Ghostbusters are like a rival independent agency? Ooh, that also did the same thing that I said. Exactly. Yes. But like they're their rivals. So then they, we have to think of another way that they would go because I don't think they would have their pictures on the wall. Maybe they have like a dartboard with their pictures on it. Yeah, but you're not going to put Bill Murray on a dartboard. He's too lovable. Okay, everybody but Bill Murray. They put Bill Murray in a fish tank for some reason. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's one of my episodes. All right. Uh, anything you want to add to that? I mean, I think I added my uh, my two cents. All right. Or my sixth sense. Get it? Because a ghost. Ha ha. <laughs> okay, I have something I want to add to this. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan is on. Uh, they're, they're watching him because he got a little too close to finding out about ghosts with the sixth sense. And then they ruined his career by allowing him to produce shitty movies. <laughs> well, they didn't want. He got so close to finding out about ghosts existing with the sixth sense that they were concerned that he was going to just, you know, figure it all out, <laughs> aliens and whatnot. So they've been watching his career closely and they've been basically, they have they were the editors for all of his movies. And it turns out all of his movies were masterpieces. So when they saw signs where they're just like, well, shit, now he's got two of them. They, yeah, they were basically, they were, they were panicking. Panicking like Anakin. No. Okay. So so your pitch actually would lead perfectly into my pitch. So I figure uh, there's going to be an episode where for some reason there's... Okay. I couldn't think of weird shit other than ghosts. So I decided, you know what's weird? Oversized animals, like giant animals. So a large amount of like oversized animals start pop start popping up around the city. And it starts during a recording of an episode of Ghost Hunters. And we get back to the bureau and the captain's just like, oh, yeah, our agents from Ghost Hunters brought us this evidence. And they're just like, wait, wait, they're agents. Yeah. How do you think we pay for all this? So they pay for all of it using like Ghost Hunters and shit like that. And be like, oh, everybody's going to be like, oh, it's fake anyways. So why not make some make a quick buck off of it? So I'm I'm starting to wonder if you changed my pitch because you're you wanted yours to be the one or they they fund things through uh, a TV show. Oh, I'm 100 percent not. But I thought it would be funny if yours had like a like a rival college type thing going on where like Bill Murray sneaks in and steals like a mascot or something. <laughs> so uh, Max and Leroy end up finding the lab where all of this is happening. And there's a giant duck there. And as we learned in the pilot, Leroy is afraid of ducks. So he runs and hides, and Max tries to get him to, like, overcome his fears. And Leroy's like, well, what if he's hungry? He's gonna look at me like a piece of bread and just eat me. So eventually he comes out, and he, like, pets the duck, like, oh, nice ducky. And he's like, oh, you know what? This isn't so bad. And he thinks he's overcome his fear. Until the scientist that's been doing all this shows up, and he's like, oh my god, what are you doing here? (laughs) 
and the duck gets startled, eats the scientist just completely whole, just eats him whole. And Leroy's just like, and I hate ducks again. I liked, I would like to think that the way they lure him back in is they basically just take loaves of bread instead of breaking it up into breadcrumbs and making a trail. So like to kind of like hide the duck, they kind of make bread trail type thing. Yeah, like they're using like, like whole loaves. Okay. Instead of just breaking it. I don't know. That could be a good visual goof. So, John, do you have any other episodes? Uh, so this one also involves a celebrity appearance. Uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, no. (laughs) So there, uh, when he sees, uh, this, this would be the second episode when Dr. Jennifer is looking at the the security footage of all the people that were affected by the abductions. He notices a second familiar face in there, and it's Jim Carrey. Uh, but Jim Carrey's not in a cell. He's kind of just out doing his own thing. Uh, and you come to find out that that's uh, that's just that's just how Jim Carrey's career got started was adverse effects from an alien abduction. So he's just weird because an alien abducted him. And like there there were no special effects in the mask. That was just all carry. That's all carry. All carry all the time. Every day, all day. All day every day. 24 hours of the day except for leap days. So I feel like the way that this show could end is with a 21 Jump Street crossover. Now, hear me out. So, Sony was originally planning a Men in Black 23 or 21 Jump Street crossover, and it was going to be called MIB 23, and then they canceled it. So, I feel like the way to bring that to life is through this, and I feel like this would be the series finale. So, it turns out there's been corruption in the Bureau Underground, and Ice Cube sends Schmidt and Jenko, played by... Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum to the bureau as trainees to find out like what's going on here. And there's going to be like the line, like at the end of 22 jump street where he's going to be like, y'all motherfuckers are going to ghost hunting school. And Leroy immediately realizes that they're undercover agents. Cause he used to be a cop and Max is going to be like, nah, I think you're wrong. And there's going to be a whole thing about it. And Leroy is going to prove it like, Hey, yeah, they're undercover agents. And they all decide, hey, we're going to start working together. And they uncover that the captain is behind all of this. And the reason that the multiverse thing was touched upon in the first episode is because she was looking for a universe where she was a world leader and ruled like everything. And that was her whole motivation behind this. And then all four of them stop her. And now they run the bureau. And that's how the series would end, I think. So I would, I would, I would really like if Channing Tatum's character was only half paying attention when he's like, you're going to ghost hunting school and he shows up in like neon orange, uh, coat, like reflective tape and everything on it. Hunters don't wear reflective tape. Why am I thinking that? He's got like a camouflage hat on 
and everything, and he just kind of shows up there, and everyone's like, what the f- why? why? What are you doing? Okay, so you're thinking, like, he just heard hunting. Yeah, and he kind of just rolled with it, because he wasn't paying attention, but he, he didn't want to get yelled at, so he didn't ask, be like, what was that word you said before hunting? <laughs> that might have been important and changed the entire perspective on this. And then maybe when he finally realizes it's ghost hunting, he's just like, okay, that's fine. I'm still going to like mount a ghost's head on my wall. And they're like, that's not how that works, Channing. He tries to go undercover with the ghost. With He just cuts holes in a sheet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think, uh, I think that's about it. I think that's all we're going to milk out of this. So that's going to do it for us this episode. This was a um, short one. Short one. A little bit of a short one. Um, for one, watch Ghosted. It's a good show. Um, hopefully it doesn't get canceled, but like I said, reason we're covering it is because it's like ripe for cancellation. It's a live action show on Fox's Sunday night slot, which is dominated by animation, which is probably why they call it animation domination. But yeah, uh, in the past, I have faith in it. I think it'll last at least two seasons. Gotta call you George Michael. Because you gotta have faith, the faith, the faith. J- John? Because you gotta have a faith, the faith, the faith. J- Jonathan? Uh, and John ended the call. Okay, well, uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for this episode. Check us out on Instagram, we're at Unheard Podcast. Check us out on Twitter, we're at Unheard Podcast. Check out our Facebook page. Just search Unaired Podcast. And I think that's it. Um, also, if you uh, go on iTunes and search Unaired, our new show will pop up. It's called dot .con, dot .con, like the actual period, like a period, C-O-N. Um, it's an audio drama, which is a comedy, which is a bit of a misnomer that is called an audio drama. Anyways, um... Yeah, it's about three friends that lose their job, their jobs amidst the dot-com bubble burst and decide to take matters into their own hands. It is premiering on Halloween, so hopefully uh, check that out. Um, Other than that, I'm Ed, and that was John until he left the call. And just remember, some things are better left unaired. Bye. This is the Secret Transmission Podcast. We are a podcast about the strange and unusual, the secret and the conspiracies, the friends and the supernatural. We're a podcast that talks about weird things like number stations, the Bermuda Triangle, the Salem Witch Trials, time travel, the moon landing, the Zika virus, serial killers, cults, the deep web, UFOs, superstitions. We cover it all. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and Google Play. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Secret Transpod, at S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-P-O-D. Come listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Say 